0: So by the end of next week, we'll know the the future of health care in this country. Uh, It's by that time that the U.S. Senate will have taken a vote, and it's already been decided that if the bill passes the Senate rather than a conference committee, that version will go to the House. There was some hope that there would be an improvement in the bill in the Senate over the House version. And it's very clear, even though the contents of it have been kept under wraps, it is very clear that that's not the case. Uh, Information's coming out about certain elements of that bill, and uh, what we're finding out is that it is going to be devastating, devastating in terms of the number of people on Medicaid who will lose their coverage, the number of people who are presently able to get insurance who will lose their coverage, the number of families of veterans who are dependent upon Medicaid who will lose coverage, and that uh, issues such as pre-existing conditions uh, are not satisfactorily resolved. I think it should also be noted that while Uh, there's a proposal to put several billion dollars into the bill to deal with the opioid crisis that the bill in itself does not deal with the underlying issues doesn't deal with the underlying issues as it relates to other medical issues Um, unfortunately people who are intravenous drug users have to Uh, oftentimes combat hepatitis, have to deal with with other uh, drug-related diseases, as well as treatment for for mental health. I want to point out that here in the state of Wisconsin, there are 35,000 veterans who are dependent upon Medicaid, and that there are even more of their families because not all veterans uh, qualify for VA uh, health benefits. And even if they do, it doesn't mean that their families are necessarily covered. Uh, Nearly 1 in 10 veterans in this country relies on on Medicaid. And of course, uh, the Affordable Care Act has provided access to health insurance for many veterans as it has for tens of millions of Americans. In the debate so far here in Wisconsin, we've seen it very obvious that Senator Baldwin uh, is opposed to this bill, which is marvelous, and that Senator Ron Johnson is most likely going to support it. But it's my hope that, uh, as remote as it may be, that the people of our state would contact Senator Johnson, that they'd let him know how many families uh, in the Madison area are affected and will be affected adversely by these significant uh, reductions in health coverage. One of the things that, that has got to be resolved here is the question of the marketplace and if people really want to make a difference in terms of improving health care and improving access, they'll address the issue of the lack of insurance companies providing coverage in in certain markets. That's the solution to the problem. Making the health insurance more accessible to more families. Let's not keep and you know, let's not forget that when it comes to insurance, there is always going to be people in the pool who are not going to utilize coverage as much as others and we certainly know that that is true in terms of younger people who are healthier as opposed to older people, but younger people do age and at one point they will become the beneficiary of the insurance system. Uh, Just like the House bill, this proposed Senate version, caps the federal spending on Medicaid and forces states like ours to expend more of their own budget or reduce benefits. And the picture is very bleak here in Wisconsin because we already know that state leaders plan to reduce the benefits. We should also keep in mind that this repeal is not a substitute for a comprehensive plan that covers all of us the opioid uh, fund included in this bill doesn't come close to mitigating the harm that's caused in other parts of the bill the 45 billion would provide only half only half of the 91 billion over the years that would be available under ACA for health care coverage alone so uh, why don't at this point I'll just, just take questions. You <coughs> uh, Getting more insurance companies into the market, what's your reaction to Blue Cross Blue Shield pulling out today? Well, this is another example of the failure to properly reform the bill, that it, the bill does need improvement. And if you talk to other health professionals, you talk to the hospitals, the hospital associations, they can document the hundreds of millions of dollars in health care savings that have accrued to the American people. Now, when you have a situation in a tight market um, where you don't have uh, competition among the insurance companies, we're going to see... Uh, individual companies pulling out. is very un- unfortunate. And what our legislators, what Senator Johnson should be doing, is asking Blue Cross Blue Shield what it would take. What does your industry need? Because long-term, fewer insured people is to everyone's disadvantage, starting with those with health issues. What well, would you say to folks that asking that question, what does your industry need, that kind of feels like being held hostage by these companies in terms of the healthcare care system? Well, one thing that this bill and no health care bill does is address the issue of the cost of, of health care in this country. Uh, and that is something that, that the Congress also has to, to deal with. And it's a challenge we have right here in Madison. Uh, there's, there's, there are specialty drugs that can cost the first year, cost up to three-quarters of a million dollars for pharmaceuticals for one individual, and then in subsequent years, a half a million dollars. There, there's, there's issues of morality, of who should pay for that, um, and, and that has to be addressed. There's the question of, of utilization. Here in, in Madison, we've got you know, hospital facilities that cost hundreds of millions of dollars, and in some instances, because of the specialization Uh, only a very small percentage of the population utilizes them. So that raises a question. Should only those who have that need pay, in which case it would be astronomical and unaffordable, or is it something that we should all share in? And the concept of insurance is that we all share in it. But maybe it's not fair someone who has a family income of thirty or 50000 a year to share in that cost to the same degree as somebody with a half a million dollar a year industry. These are the kinds of real issues that should have been addressed over the last half a dozen years when we were getting the symbolic nonsense out of the House of Representatives led by Paul Ryan which was symbolically voting for a repeal continually, continually, over and over again, rather than doing something meaningful to address these kinds of questions, uh, which, which if properly resolved would provide insurance coverage, would get the cost of health care down. I just don't think it's fair uh, for a family with a $50,000 income to have to share in the, the magnificent cost of the pharmaceuticals, of the medical facilities that a family with a $500,000 income or a $5 million income would, would, would pay. you imagine the issues of morality and who has to pay for that? Um, Nevada is debating expanding the Medicaid to cover everybody. Is that possible in Wisconsin? It's, it's, it's not just a question of is it possible. We have to do it. We have to have a system that provides this coverage for everyone. The, 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 the future patient who goes undiagnosed, say with a cancer that's treatable, um, it not only affects the quality of their life, not only their ability to work, and that affects their family, But eventually, it's a societal cost. Uh, The last time we discussed this, um, we noted that that the, the hospitals report that because of affordable care, they'd reduced by $500 million the amount of money that is spent on charitable cases. Well, that comes out of the hospital's budget. And that comes from the income they get from all the rest of us who are paying. I don't mind paying, but what I do mind is that we're going to go backwards if this Senate bill is successful in creating greater costs that all of us will share in because of untreated illnesses that aren't promptly diagnosed and and, 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 and aren't, aren't treated. I mean, there's people walking the streets today dying of cancers. People who, if they'd had proper medical care, would have received appropriate treatment and perhaps cured in remission. But that's a cost that all of us share in those untreated those untreated conditions. Uh, have you reached out or do you plan to reach out to any of the senators or congresspeople from the state? We're, we're with, communicating with Senator Johnson. There's no need to uh, send a message to Senator Baldwin. I met with her uh, in May. Uh, told her that we're very proud of the work that she is doing in regards to health insurance. She was doing this Long before uh, President Obama introduced the Affordable Care Act, and uh, she's been an outstanding leader in this area. All right. Sure. Sure. What was your reaction to the uh, council? Of- it was council the of- it was the expected result. How do you think it's going to work out having one person with 20 bosses and that whole scenario? I have cautioned the council about it, and if you listen carefully last night to how different members of the council described um, what they saw this person doing, and then you look at the job description and the classification, which is basically this that of a department head, uh, It is it is going to be a real challenge. And I don't envy whoever that person is, and I don't envy whoever will be the president of the council uh, when that person steps on board. Is it department head. Does that sound like it? are there going to be more of you know, an expansion of this? I don't know. I mean, that was one of the issues in my veto, was the classification of the position. Classification of the position is comparable to a deputy mayor or department head. Um, yeah, higher than a, a deputy mayor. Um, so perhaps the uh, the salary will attract uh, some qualified applicants but from the description of what people expect that person to do um, I think there's a lot of different visions and 20 different people Um, it sounded like everything from doing work regarding researching major issues like climate change, to doing constituent relations. Constituent relations is, whether you do it municipally or in a state level, is usually like a thirty-five, forty dollars 40000 a year job. You mentioned in the past that you'd like to see a council become smaller and kind of have a uh, structural change. Does this set you back on that at all? No, not at all. And, and I, I'm not locked into that. I mean, I see several, op- several different options. Uh, one of which is a smaller... Uh, I mean, people have taken my criticism of how we got to this part-time c- council as an interpretation that I'm against a full-time council. I never said I was against a full-time council. All right. I have one final question for you. Do you have a reaction to the Ossoff? Uh, result last night where Democrats did well, got closed, but failed again? I'm still back at the beginning of that campaign. I don't understand why you'd run somebody who doesn't live in the district. That probably costs you 5% of the vote right off the bat. And I still haven't gotten much past that. Okay? Thanks.